Hello and welcome to your cricket podcast Turning Point here on NDTV with me Rika Roy. This is the first big move towards gender diversity in cricket. Sara Taylor is a trailblazer and accomplished English cricketer and coach. She now joins the Abu Dhabi T10 league to coach a men's team, a first in the game. She will be coaching the Abu Dhabi team which has few of the world's top-notch cricketers like Chris Gayle. Let's listen into her story. Sarah, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, first thing first, when you heard that you were being appointed as the coach of a T10 team, Abu Dhabi T10 team, and you have to coach a bunch of men, your reaction? <laughs> um, uh, well, to be honest, uh, I was a little bit shocked uh, to kind of get the call for uh, for Team Abu Dhabi. Um, well, an amazing call, really. Um, but uh, in terms of kind of coaching men, I'm, I'm like lucky I have the opportunity to coach at Sussex as well. So that's um, so I've got I've kind of got used to it now. Um, I don't kind of see them as men; I just kind of see them as players now, which is quite nice, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, it was you know just another job, an opportunity for me to learn uh, from the coaches and the players, and um, yeah, I couldn't really turn it down to be honest. Sarah, I wouldn't quite know how is it like in England, but in India, you hear a lot of teachers in school who are girls, who are ladies. But when you hear the word professor, it is a it is a term that is inherently applied to, or you know, you think of a male member, you think of a man as a professor and a teacher as a um, as a woman. Uh, do you think this is what is going to change perceptions now more and more women coming into bigger roles in coaching and in teaching uh yes i mean i I hope so i really do hope so um yeah like you say obviously slightly different here um but i think ultimately uh you know the, the more uh the more women that kind of venture into the men's game coaching and you know hopefully in the teaching roles as well um you know the more the more normal it will be and um I think we should definitely be seen as um, as just a coach, or, or just as a. Do you know what I mean? Just as a coach, we are judged purely on our coaching ability, not not um, you know whether we are, are a man or a woman. Um, and I think I've said it before that actually, you know, there will be some men's coaches that are suited to the women's game, and I think it should be exactly mm-hmm. the same crossover that there will be some, you know, women that are suited to the men's game. So um, yeah, hopefully we are judged purely in our ability and, and, you know, if that's the case for, for teaching in, um, in India, then I hope that's the case as well. Sarah, I, I really have to ask you and I'm curious to know this answer. Have you thought of being in the dressing room with Chris Gale and handing him some batting tips? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's done pretty well without me so far. Um, so I can't imagine. <laughs> I also don't think, um, I also don't think I would, uh, hand on any, um, batting tips to, you know, some of the best batsmen that, that have ever played the game. So, um, but look, um, look, I'm, I'm, it's obvious that I, I'm clearly there for kind of a bit more of a, um, uh, keeping role. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, it'll be amazing to work with some of the keepers there and then I can, you know, admire, uh, some of the batting that's going to be on show uh, from our team and um, well not just our team actually from the entire tournament um, but yeah I, I don't think I would ever tell Chris uh, how to do what he does I don't think anyone <laughs> would do it, to be honest I don't think it's just me I think it's a lot of people 
<laughs> well, I, I'll have to ask you about another man you will be sharing the dressing room with. That is a former South African all-rounder, Lance Klusner. Uh, what kind of a relationship will you share with him? I'm no, I mean, I've never met Lance, so I'm hoping that... Um, well, to, to be honest, with the with all the staff, really, all the coaching staff, like I'm hoping that we, we become a you know a close unit that um, mm-hmm. you know we discuss a lot of matters um, as a group and and we come to decisions um, as a team. And I know that um, Fabio or Paul Fabres is, is very much in that mould. He, he knows it's, it, we're, we're supposed to be a unit, but look, I am there. Um, yeah, obviously to give my opinion at times, um, like any other coach. But um, but you know to learn. I, I, if you have a look at the coaches that are there. They're experienced coaches and I am very early on in my coaching career. Um, so regardless of whether it's, you know, men's or, or women's cricket that I'm coaching in, I think that um, this is an opportunity for me to learn even more than I'm already learning at Sussex. Um, and, you know, at the school I work at, a bead school. So I, I'm always constantly mm. learning. I've got a little notebook of mine that I always put a lot of notes in and um, try and take some nuggets out of, uh, out of, of, what, of the environment that You're I'm going in. to get to Abu Dhabi with a... Sorry, are you are you going to get to Abu Dhabi with a big notebook of yours, taking notes all the time? Absolutely, I I feel like I'd be stupid not to. I've got a a kind of notebook with <laughs> loads of drills that I'm trying to write down and um, a lot of notes that I'm kind of learning. And sometimes it's not even about the cricket skills; it's actually about how you you deal with certain players. You can't treat every player the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to treat everyone individually. So it's learning those skills as well. So. Um, yeah, look, Paul Farrace is very uh, successful in, in the roles that he's had previous. So I will hopefully learn a lot from him and the other, the other coaching staff. Sarah, you know, you, you are still someone who's playing, who, who isn't done with her playing career. You played in the hundred, you played in the women's T20 cup, uh, managing, you know, balancing your coaching career with your playing career. How would that be really? Um, look, I mean, the, the hundred was an amazing opportunity to be obviously because of, um, COVID, the first year was obviously moved back. So, um, it did give me an opportunity to kind of retire, have that time off and reflect and then, um, be in a place to play in it again. And, and it being the first year, it was actually a really nice occasion and it was an amazing tournament. Um, but, uh, look, if there was ever, um, a coaching role and a playing role that were at the same time, I'm quite, um, set in my ways in the fact that the coaching role would probably take precedent just because um Mm -hmm. that's my that's my passion right now that is um my drive I feel like I've had an excellent career um and I have nothing to be ashamed of in that regard so it's it's now a case of you know the the next chapter but look if I I will never rule out playing um again until I'm 100% ready to say so um so you never know like I could play next year again I don't know I'm gonna sit on the fence well, uh, do we see you play um, at the World Cup, which is uh, coming up next year? Uh, no, I, I, there will be no um, no international international cricket. cricket okay. No, no, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah, this form of the sport, T10, is very new, very unique. I wouldn't say very new because it's uh, had its run for the last few years, but. You know, someone like you who've played all forms of the game, three forms of the game, the tests, the ODIs and T20s, um, what really was the pull to come to Abu Dhabi and uh, take up a coaching job with the T10 team? 
Um, look, I watched it last year. I paid a lot of attention to it last year. Um, mm-hmm. And I just enjoyed... I mean, it's almost like a, a wonderful chaos, if you can call it like that. Um, it's... Uh-huh. I don't know if it's ever been put like that before, but um, it's just T um, twenty is obviously fast. So, um, but you, you have time to kind of get in. So, I'm really interested to see in T ten whether um, you know it is genuinely from ball one, really, um, and it's so exciting. Um, there's no kind of lull in play; it keeps going, um, and you think uh, there's a moment of calm, but there never really will be. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's, it's it's amazing to see how players adapt to that game, having played a lot of T Twenty cricket or some have played in a hundred. So it's going to be so nice to to see people adapt and and even from a coaching point of view, you know that yes, I've watched it, but actually, what are the coaches thinking? So it'll be really interesting to learn all of that um, from the guys out there as well. So look, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? There's some of the names that are playing in it this year. It's going to be some phenomenal cricket um, and a lot of balls lost. I'm assuming. Would you say it also puts you in a good position to take on this role because you you played this year you played a very new format of the game the hundreds we hadn't seen the hundreds before and uh, it was something very new experimental so you know time for you to carry on the experiment forward in a new role. Yeah, you can say that absolutely. Um, I always like to try new things, um, really push myself in in everything that I do. That's the kind of the the sportsman in you, um, but. Uh, Look, like I say, I, I probably didn't watch it when it first started, but I did definitely watched it last year and I was excited by it. So the 100 was amazing. It was new, it was fun and it was successful. And um, I'm hoping that the T10, um, you know, can become uh, even bigger than it is yeah, at the minute. And um, we can keep pushing boundaries with that as well. So, yeah, it's going to be nice to, to push myself in terms of my coaching um, and, you know, my learnings really within this tournament. And hopefully I can use those learnings and, and take them into other formats. Sarah, since you mentioned about pushing boundaries, um, how many women like you in England now will be keen to take on roles like yours? Are there many who are looking at coaching jobs? Um, look, I know there's uh, plenty of amazing female coaches out um, in this country currently. Um, do I know whether they personally want to go into the men's game? Uh, no, I don't. I'm no. I would. Uh, do you know? I actually feel a little bit um, rubbish for not asking them. Um, but there is some amazing coaches out there. Um, and a lot of kind of untapped potential, if, if you want to put it that way. So I'm kind of hoping that um, there will be a lot of teams or um, kind of operations looking at things and realising that um, female coaches are just as good as men. So um, like I said at the start, they should be judged on their ability as a coach, not whether they're a man or a woman. I mean, you can get a bad men's coach. So it's irrelevant really on... on um, uh, yeah, your gender. So I'm hoping there's a lot of organisations out there that are looking at female coaches as an option. So instead of it just being a pool of, of men's coaches to look at, then there's actually a lot of female coaches that are now within that and then everyone is seen just as a coach. So, um, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of amazing female coaches here um, and I don't see why they shouldn't be granted any opportunity in a men's setup. Sarah, since you are a trailblazer, if there were three suggestions that you would like to give to your fellow coaches fellow players who would um, you know want to take up a coaching role what would they be um well three things i think make sure there's passion there is passion to learn um passion um to push yourself 
We really have to push yourself. Get be uncomfortable at times. Um, and um, that's a very good question, actually. Good from you. Look, I mean, I've played. I've grown up playing. I grew up playing boys' cricket. So. Um, there's an element when you play boys cricket that every time you play, you have to prove yourself, not because you're a bad cricketer, but because you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And um, I am, I'm still in that mold, really. <coughs> um, but I, I hope that that, you know, doesn't stay. And I am purely judged on my coaching ability, not not my gender, like I say. But look, I um, if you ask anyone that knows me, I am incredibly stubborn. And I don't like hearing mm-hmm. no. Um, and I'm sure there is some element of that in you as well. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to do something, I think you should do it. And I, I started coaching just at bead school. I can't thank them enough because they, they've kind of paved the way for me in this regard. So, mm-hmm. um, they, they pushed me to be better and I learned a lot from them. And I was given opportunities at Sussex, James Curley and Salisbury. They pushed me there. Um, and then all of a sudden this has come about and um, they would not let me say no to this opportunity. So I have amazing people around me. I think that's also important. Um, but also, again, I am very stubborn. And if I at some point think that I can't do it, I almost inevitably say yes to it because... Uh, <laughs> you just if, dive in. You dive in. You, do you know what? Sometimes you can't think, you just have to do. And if I walk away from this experience saying, do you know what? I'm probably not good enough then at least I've given it a go. Um, but I also, at the same time, have to back my abilities and say, do you know what? I think I am. So um, I'm going to go in there with, with everything that I've got and um, just be the coach that I think I am or, you know, be the coach that I think I could potentially be. I still have to learn. I'm still very young in my, I'm a baby really in my coaching career. So um, I'm going to go there and learn so much. So even if it doesn't go that badly, I will still walk away with some some amazing learnings to make me a better coach. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's probably not really answered your question, but um, I am. Um, no, you have you have actually answered your question because <laughs> um, you know my takeaway is that you are a certain kind of person and you go and prove what you are. I think that's the that's the thing. That's that's the message that you are trying to give here. You know, I, I really have to ask you, 2019, when you retired, uh, you were at the prime of your career. You still are. You still are a very active cricketer. You said that you had anxiety issues at that time. Deciding to pull the plug on your international career. How difficult was that decision? Do um, you think it was the time was right? Um, I think I'm going to be brutally honest here. It was, it was actually somewhere in the middle of difficulty because it was, it was difficult in regard to the lifestyle that I was leaving behind, my friends that I was leaving behind, um, that kind of team atmosphere. But it was absolutely an easy decision because I was unwell and I was unwell regarding, uh, travel. I was unwell regarding, um, anxiety performance anxiety and I was becoming more and more ill where I did just didn't want to play so um it's it was the right decision absolutely so it was an easy decision in that regard but really difficult of what I was leaving behind and difficult in regards to what I was venturing into um so I I had no idea (laughs) so that was a very scary I am look I I'm 100% better and I, uh, I'm not by any means fixed. I am still battling my demons, but I am managing and that's really exciting for me that I am managing and still 
moving forward. Um, it's when you manage and just stay still that that was a worrying point in my career. And I felt like I was at that point um, in 2019. I was trying to do all this work, but I wasn't didn't feel like I was getting any better. Um, but now I am getting better and moving forward. Look, traveling was a hard one for me. I suffer with agoraphobia. So it's not a case of, um, I mean, I can leave the house, obviously, um, but it's uh, a case of I struggle with travel. I do like flying. I, turbulence, I find a little bit fun. Um, but it's uh, it's that being away from a safe space. So the fact that I'm now in a position that obviously affected me when I played for England when we toured in the winter, hence why I didn't sometimes tour in the winter. Um, mm-hmm. But look, I'm now off my own back um, going all the way to Abu Dhabi. So that just shows the progress that's that's been made within my life. Um and yeah, and that's, I'm do you think that's one of the key things? That's one of the key learnings that you can give to your, uh, you know, mates in in the Abu Dhabi team, and maybe uh, when you coach others as well. Um, the the learnings that you've got from being anxious, uh, pulling the plug from or pulling the plug on your cricketing career at your prime, and you know, you're get, getting back to health. Uh, all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, that is something that I do at Sussex. That's, that's, so yes, I am a keeping coach, but ultimately I'm there if, if, if they need to talk. Um, I'm not saying that, uh, the guys in, in Abu Dhabi will want to open up to me about, about their mumblings, but, um, it's also, uh, another avenue of mine, um, that I'm extremely passionate about. And look, I don't, it doesn't matter whether you're a woman or a man, whether you've played cricket or not, everyone has pressures to deal with mm. an expectation and, um, no one's expectation is, is higher than anyone else's. So it's your own reality. So, um, yeah, look, I'm quite willing to, to talk to the guys if they ever wanted to talk. Um, so yeah, that would be another kind of like a string to my bow, if you want to put it that way. So yeah, hopefully if, um, you know, if they ever needed someone to talk to that I would, well, I would be absolutely willing to talk. Sarah, I'll have to tell you that your decision to take up this coaching role is not just not just splendid, but it vindicates a lot of us who are trying to make our mark in the sports business. Thank you very, very much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you very much. Thank Good luck you. To you. Thank you. All the best. Thank you. Sarah Taylor begins her coaching stint with the Abu Dhabi T10 team on the 19th of November. Their first match against Bangla Tigers will be a huge moment for cricket when Sarah walks into the dugout with the team. Here's wishing her all the best from all our listeners. That's it on this episode of Turning Point. Please send your suggestions to me on rika at ndtv.com.